Alrighty, Almighty, welcome to Common Underground Podcast. I'm your host, Jasper Ronhuis, and today I'm joined by Mahabed. Uh, I don't really remember your last name, actually. What was it? It's uh, Mahabed Leaf. Leaf. Uh, yeah. we, we know each other from, I think, some party uh, years years ago, but I, I don't exactly remember. Maybe do you? But... I rem- dude, yeah, I remember. how. It, I think the first time I met you, it was... Uh, we were doing karate, man. Oh, really? We were very young. But we didn't really talk back then, but that's, I think that's when uh, we first met. Ah, yeah, that but makes sense. We started sense. talking at, at parties uh, some later, some years later, man. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I remember one of your friends to- telling me that, um, that I was very philosophic and that was, that was, I was philosophizing, but I never knew that. I was just yeah. deeply thinking about life and never knew there was philosophy. And that there were other people yeah. that did similar things, but one of your friends like that's what I remember, and that's what's around the time that we hang around as well. Um, then you yeah. probably loved the episode of uh, that I did with Sunil Sarkozy. He uh, is a probably then a mentor for you as well, and then in some regards, because he like made me become um, interested for for part uh, in into well with karate. There's a whole philosophy behind it. And, yeah. and they learn you to meditate there and push your limits and all these things are really they're never connected like it's just you know something that you do for some reason of like we want to become more confident or or yeah. just like the, the 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 fighting side of it or whatever but yeah there's 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 a certain depth in those practices that um later if you're like still interested in that then it's like oh, it connects you know in some ways that was really useful and it's actually pretty yeah pretty deep uh deep practice uh i still love martial yeah. arts a lot so i remember now we used to we used to do meditations at karate too yeah mm-hmm. i completely forgot about that too oh really i always thought yeah, that but we uh, used to do practice. meditations and everything like it's pretty cool like uh it's not mm-hmm. only about fighting and stuff. No, no, for definitely. So our today's topic will be about uh, giving meaning to uh, uh, nihilism, uh, which is a, a form of philosophy. Nihilism is that outlook on life that, well, I think we will go straight into the into the subject. Uh, I I think like uh, no um, nihilism. I often confuse those two, but for some reason, which we can discuss maybe, but um, yeah. I, I, I think like nihilism is like a, an outlook of life that life has no meaning, no value. What, yeah, do, you with, what do you think? Yeah, you, you, you agree with that? Or do you have a better definition? Yeah. Or how do you, yeah, you I describe agree with it? That. Well, yeah, I agree with that, but only like, I don't see the world like that, but mm-hmm. I do believe that uh outside of my own perspective that it's just the objective truth that everything doesn't have a meaning in essence like like this planet i i don't believe that this planet has been created for a certain purpose or that it exists for a certain reason so but but it's not but like from my own perspective i still give value to things so i don't so when i look around i don't see um, I don't see everything as meaningless, but I do believe that that's the objective truth. So that's why I thought it was a pretty interesting subject to talk about, because uh, 
yeah how i how i view life is like you you give meaning to 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 everything around you that has no meaning in essence so how do we do that i think i i just thought we could uh, find some common ground within that yes that area Yes, well, I, I, I even like uh, during my travels encountered a certain person that really had that outlook still on, on cynicism. And I said to her that uh, it's a, it's often a bridge point to, well, we, we probably refer to it as spirituality, but I, I met and renamed it uh, because I, I there's a lot of things associated with spirituality that you get just stigmatized by and, and put into a box that I don't really fit into i don't fit i don't believe i fit in any box but uh something that i would use as a word or be more accurate to what i practice is naturality and this is something that maybe also touches upon what because meaning is something that ties into many many subjects and many things that you uh, would talk about you will say what is the meaning of uh of this particular thing that we're describing you know and so there, yeah. there's 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 multiple different meanings. We have a sub, uh, certain objects that we can have a meaning, have a certain meaning. But I, I ultimately yeah. think that there it is a relationship relationship. Uh, so that yeah. you can have yeah. a meaningful relationship with an with an object. You know, like uh, yeah. if you have a certain necklace that 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 you got from your childhood or whatever. Like the object itself, yeah. it's probably not that special, but. It's just the relationship that you have with this person and what did you remember you are. I think that provides yeah. us with, with, with certain meaning, but there's some, um, I, I, I would love to hear your perspective on it. Like uh, is, is, is meaning inherent into uh, reality or is it something we have to actualize or create ourselves? Because this is a very big topic uh, in, in philosophy and also in religion as yeah. well. Yeah, that's a pretty interesting viewpoint too, because I never really thought about it like, like, uh, like that, like that you have like uh, relationships with, with stuff. Because yeah, I agree with, well, I how I think, how I believe, uh, what my viewpoint on that is like, yeah, I don't think any object has inherent meaning, because that would mean that, like you said. I have a certain relationship with this planet to, to give an example, but you have your own relationship with the planet. Mm. So if things would have inherent meaning, that would mean that nobody could share or nobody could really have their own relationships with, with stuff in the world. Mm -hmm. so yes. That, that, that's also, like, yeah, that's just like, uh, just like certain cities or something, you know, I have a certain relationship with Leowarda, but you have another relationship with Leowarda. Yeah. Like that, but it's also with people too. Mm -hmm. with people, uh, uh, they, they, they share each other too. Like if someone would have an inherent meaning, that would mean you would be this and this and this to everyone, but that's not how it works. Like I don't have an inherent meaning, so I can have this kind of relationship with a friend and another kind of relationship with, a girl you know yeah like it's always different mm -hmm. and i think the freedom to have that is because it doesn't have any inherent meaning but we can that but i do believe it's like one of the biggest uh like goals to to reach in life 
that's is is to just enrich yourself with giving giving meaning to things mm -hmm. because we in our system we have all these emotions going on like we have all all spectrums of emotions so we so we have to have something to put onto the those emotions like negativity like we all have negative emotions but yes you yes. can't it's not possible to never be negative but it's but it is possible to channel it to something that in your life that has a relationship to your life that deserves that negativity so so you won't waste it on things that don't deserve that negativity hmm. Hmm. yeah so that's that's kind, kind of makes sense yeah and, and uh, we often neglect uh like that's that's my problem as well with spirituality is that people think of it as something very positive but then they think like oh no. so if i'm following me and that i encounter something negative that that oh it's not part of reality and spiritual reality i want to manifest and that this is this is called like spiritual bypassing just finding uh certain uh spiritual beliefs to deal with yeah. problems in 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 our daily lives and because we are we're we're fighting too high on and then we don't deserve that but it's there you know like uh yeah it's sometimes i i feel negative things and sometimes i feel positive things and i want to be engaged with more of the positivity that uh is is uh i should say with a capital p because it's not the same uh, positivity that's just uh, dualized with with negativity because the people yeah. there are so many if you're using words you should really be aware of like how people react to this word because that's that's the relationship yeah. they have a relationship with a certain word and it triggers certain responses out of people so if i you know like fine or a lot like a football club you know and somebody else doesn't then that same word um has double has more multiple meanings depending on who it reads it based upon their context that they draw with their life like what their relationship according is to this uh particular word yeah. uh, and and that's that's yeah. often the problem with communication so that's why i think and why i started this this podcast is the clarity on the communication is something that gets internalized as well so if i'm able to speak to you uh, directly without having any conflict and I am able to do this in a meaningful way that um, inspires and it makes yeah. people have um, like it's not like something that we think like uh, oh you know art gives me uh, making paint paintings makes uh, gives me meaning and they'll have a meaningful life and it's beautiful and then something they'll talk to buddy somebody else you have to do it too but that's that is where i think like uh you have a good intention but then you're saying okay it works for me so it has to work for you as well which is not always yeah. the case like uh no, you know all exactly. our lives are different you know so i think like meaning is not something you can transmit over through like saying to somebody that they should do the same thing as you do but actually you should like uh, stimulate them to find their own path to find their own uh, craftsmanship instead of saying it for them so people will have to discover yeah. i that's why i think like meaning can be shared but it cannot be 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 teach to to get it 
Like it's uh it's something you have to find out for yourself to get there. Uh, you can like yeah. point out where to look, like maybe test to do something with creativity or um, living a little life like very consciously, uh, appreciating small things, yeah. all these things help. But it's not like it's uh, if you do these things every day, you, every before the, you go to bed, you uh, think about things you're grateful for. Yeah, sure, that helps. But it's not like it's uh, it has to be an integrated thing, you know, where it's fully, fully yeah. embodied. And that's it's just else. a part of growing up, huh? I think, too. Like, it's just a part of growing up, too, I think. Like, I think it's a part of becoming an adult is to find your own system of, of uh, giving meaning to stuff. Mm. And that's how you get a... How, well, like, in, when you, you, you're still young, you know, you're searching. It's like you're... Ser- I was like, always searching for stuff, like, for external meaning. But like a part of growing up is to realize that you can get, you give meaning to the external world. So that's when you realize you have to figure it all out on your own and you can, you can get help from others too, but it, it all, it always comes down to yourself. Yeah. Well, there, there should be a certain balance between community reliance and, and a certain uh, self-reliance. Like it's not fully hundred yeah. percent possible to be self-reliant i have often heard people say uh spirituality is self-reliance but it's not like fully capable we, we like if you would do everything by yourself you will however you're living in a very individualistic society but if you would have your own house and you have to fix everything for yourself it, yeah. it might be doable but you will have to work very hard and you have to live very hum- humbly but if you add somebody else to the to the mix you can expand and through that you can also have uh necessarily not necessarily because of the quantity but because that's something i've learned about the dialogue as well if you add new people to the mix you had new perspectives to work with people have different experiences so that can also be helpful as an extension on just getting a new fresh insight on on, on matters so that's how i often like reach out to people that i think have certain perspectives to to share that i think are valuable and keeps the dialogue going and that's something that i think ultimately like it's not some some people think you know you're not meant to talk with me or whatever but we're all meant to talk with each other and that's why i think the dialogue is very important but the, the the important like the 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 difficult side is that more people are not really ready for it yet and i i cannot save it for them that when they're ready or not but it's definitely some shift in focus of like what you want and instead just focus on what is needed i said it this in previous videos as well but what do you think on that yeah like uh you mean like uh what can you can you simplify the the question you <laughs> yeah I, no that... I, I follow until, story but yeah no but 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 what is your um so so like i was speaking on dialogue right so yeah in yeah. dialogue we're uh like it, yeah you can see this in politics people want to be they have a certain desire like uh there's there's a problem in in our society um here's a solution where we're dealing with it we're going to create more jobs uh through this particular method um 
this is very fixated. It's very uh, like we're going to do it like this. Uh, but yeah. then somebody else tells them, no, that's not, no, another politician tells them, no, 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 that's not the right way to do it. This is how we should do it. Um, yeah. But eventually people have to uh, work together, but they can only work yeah. together on things that they, you can like both want the same thing, but do you both know that you really want the same thing? You know what I mean? Like it's not well, I- something self-explanatory. And so with necessity, we, we all would realize like needed something that is needed it's not something yeah. that i can say for you what is needed it's like something that is already needed but i'm just finding a way to articulate or to find out what it's actually just because it's always changing like like life is always in a flux you know and and, and it's yeah. ever moving so it changes from, from time to time what is needed and that's what i want it can be fixated you can have it for for a longer time I maybe yeah, yeah. I think yeah, exactly. I think like society is like uh, the dialogue is very important. Yeah, like the the being part of a group, that that the feeling of being part of a group is is also different for every person. But so it's only natural that when you have a group of people who all have the same same value to the group, like they all believe like yeah, the group is important to me that's when you can cooperate better mm. because there's 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 a common ground yes that's so the problem with politics right now and and uh, the the dialogue between the bigger group is the problem is that there's too many different groups so and that's not the problem in essence but the problem in essence is that they we not all groups within the group have the same value for the bigger society. So if we all care for the bigger group, that would mean we we will all have the dialogue with the first intention to prosper for for everyone, for the bigger group. Mm -hmm. But but the problem is right now, we live in in, in a society where every country in Europe right now is, is a splintered culture. And it's not only because of culture, but it's not only the the, the culture, but it's 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 all everywhere. You know, yeah. you have all these subgroups right now. Yeah. Even even all European cultures are splintered into subcultures, and it's getting stronger and stronger. So when we when you have a dialogue in 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 Europe or in in the Dutch government, when they have a dialogue, they all represent their own group and they they're not they don't have the first intention in mind to prosper as the bigger group and that's why i think it's all getting really unbalanced but i, I, I don't from think that yeah, yeah. Go ahead. no from that i just focus on uh, like my own groups you know so you know i have I, I, I always think in group, I have, I have this group thinking in my mind too. I, I'm always thinking like we have to prosper as a bigger group. So, yeah. No, but uh, I, I like what, what I was thinking uh, that uh, you said through dialogue. I, I think the problem exists is that they're not dialoguing, they're debating. They want to be right. They yeah. want their party to win. They want their group to win. And so it's not... Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, it's good that we are looking at what the bigger group is needing, 
but then there's other groups that are not part of our group so we will turn against them and so the problem is still yeah. uh arising because it's not addressed at the roots so if we really want to create solutions or what i call solutions uh you have to go to the fundamentals or the source of why is the problem arising and i think that yeah. problem is, is arising very deep into our own psyche and so you know if you would ask who wants change and everyone would raise their finger but if they say like we want to change themselves then there's no point fingers pointed you know um yeah and that that's that's the thing like people want want change we all like want a better world where everything is in utopia but there's only a few people that are actually from this going like this and knowing where the source is laying and that's yeah. that's something that needs to be addressed so what what are some things that you think are are uh well there there's two points like here like uh there, there's an aspect of communication because we're speaking on meaning right so you can you can find meaning yeah. i guess in multiple ways like a lot of people they they go to parties in that way they they're finding meaning because they are, they are feel connected with other people they are in talking and uh, drinking and have a lot of fun and then they'll have a meaning meaningful night uh, just spending good times with friends and uh, like there's nothing wrong with that but then there's also like another form of meaning that you're by yourself maybe going into nature or whatever and just sitting there and then the, 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 it doesn't like for for other people it might not be very significant but for you it's just like uh, it can be a godly moment that the shine, the sun is shining through the leaves or whatever it might be. It's something very simple, and so that's also very meaningful. But they're totally different, and uh, a lot of spiritual yeah. people they they only think that the latter is possible, and the other meaning should be discarded because that's that socialization, you know, like uh, that programs your mind. And so something that I think is very important is that if we're consciously socializing and we're doing it to spread meaning then there's nothing wrong i think with with socialization but if we're doing it just to escape uh meaning into ourselves so that's why i think it should be balanced that you should not just hang around other people but that you are also just as happy just by being by yourself that you balance these things out yeah i think it's, yeah, it's be like an idea but i don't know yeah to fit it to fit it into each other like uh how i think like we should my, the meaning you give to the group the bigger group you're part of i think you should just focus on yourself like you you yeah like you can get mad at, at the bigger country you live in and stuff but we don't have control over that you know like so i i try to focus on uh, my own groups and uh i just love you know like having fun is also a part of the spectrum of all the emotions you have so i mm -hmm. just, i just i just like having fun with friends you know but like yeah finding sometimes some having some deeper conversations with people can give can give you another vibe you know give you another can can catch another uh spectrum of the all emotions you know mm -hmm. so like i think like giving meaning is like I, I give meaning to the bigger group I'm part of. So I like having spending time with other people too. But like you said, it's, it needs to be balanced because one of my biggest challenges is to be uh, to, is to uh, to be alone more often. 
and it's pretty hard to do that because uh yeah yeah i constantly have uh, have friends around you know yeah and i'm always i'm always hanging out with my roommate too and when i when i'm going back to my home you know back to my mother i, I constantly talk to my mother you know so i'm i'm never really alone hmm well, but like, but I did, I did find some way to uh, to like intensively uh, compensate for that, and that was by by taking uh, taking a walk, taking walks, and uh, doing some runs outside of Leeuwarden. I just go out. I I go there and uh, and I went. Uh, I just did walks. I run the stuff, and then I started doing swims on my own too. But now now it's it's pretty funny because because i did that more friends of me they joined me on swims so that's that's pretty fun too actually because now we we do some other activity than just hanging out and having some beers or something hmm. now now we now all of a sudden we have this activity going of going outside and like taking swims and stuff so yeah that's good so i actually kind of really enjoyed realizing that you can do all kinds of stuff with friends next to just chilling and having a good time you know yeah but that's just the quickest way to see your friends too like that's the quickest way to connect so it's pretty uh it's pretty obvious why most people enjoy doing that hmm. yeah for sure but the the uh, our, our society is getting less and less uh socialized right now they have to be more by themselves a lot of people are struggling with this uh and yeah. what ha- really helped for me like I, I for me it was never very difficult to be by myself but i was always engaged with some activity to keep myself busy um i always yeah. need uh certain certain uh challenges to to keep growing and that's nothing wrong with that yeah. i think think we all need that um but that certain type of people don't want to be challenged anymore and they just look for the for the comfort zone but for me, like when I went to Peru by myself uh, for such a long time and, and I did multiple things by myself, but that was the main big thing that really just did by myself. But after that, uh, it's not very difficult for me to be by myself because I just uh, even like did hikes by myself and uh, you really get to know yourself really well. And if you're in these situations where you constantly need to adapt to new environments, so eventually you just get out uh, and having more of a self-awareness who you are, but there's, there's always some, there's always a catch, you know, there's always uh, some things you're overlooking, always things you have to work on and inspecting. So for me, it's much more difficult to be around other people because they are constantly looking for attention, uh, which for me is very difficult to deal with because I cannot keep giving, giving people attention, you know, because it has to go yeah. somewhere People have to put it into themselves. And that's where my most of my focus goes in, like uh, just working upon myself. But then at the same time, I don't want to neglect anybody else uh, existing. But it's often, uh, for me, that's more the journey that I'm on currently. And that's the thing about spirituality is yeah. like, it's not, and it's not for everyone the same, you know, like uh, we all have different things to work upon. But underneath yeah. that we have a lot of lot of things in common with like the teams but they might not happen in, at the same time you know yeah that's pretty interesting especially the fact of uh, giving away attention because uh yeah that's that's a pretty big challenge actually for me to to uh 
to choose for myself. Like, uh, you know, like many, the chance arises pretty, uh, pretty often to just do, do stuff with friends. So for me, it's like, yeah, I have to uh, give up time with myself on my own to do that. But mm. it's, I'm never on my own. So it's pretty a valuable time to, to uh, give up. But still, I do it a lot, but it's like I still get get meaning out of it because I realize like, yeah, when you get when you're like uh, 30 or 40 or maybe, yeah, I think when when I'm around 30 or 40 and when you're like crystallized within uh, when your life gets crystallized into society, you have your job and stuff, then you then you would then I think I would really uh, appreciate looking back at these times, you know, where, where I just chill out with friends a lot and stuff and do a lot of uh, crazy things and stuff. Mm. But I do believe too, when, when you get to that point where your life starts to crystallize into uh, a certain structure, I do believe that's, it's, it's still, uh, it's still, it's still your job to, it's still my job. It's still going to be my job to, to keep it fresh too. Like it's, it's so easy to forget to live life. You know, I started working at this uh, at this like uh, factory where they make uh, these cans. They make cans. <laughs> nice. And I got yeah, I got there's lots of people working there and stuff. But you can see them; they get so crystallized into their work. So they go they go to work and they go home and then they should chill out. They just chill out on the couch and they relax until they have to go to work again. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. I, that's why I started doing those walks too, because I realized like, yeah, I have to work until three from, from uh, seven in the morning until three at midday, 3 p.m. So I thought like, yeah, the only way to, to enjoy that day to the fullest is to go outside, you know, is to go outside. Mm -hmm. And that's, that's why I really started to just, uh, Hmm. Yeah, that's a form of getting out of your comfort zone, just like you said, you know? Yeah. It's always a job to just stay outside, to just reach a little bit further outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. Just when it's all, but just when all the pieces have fallen into place, it's always just your job to keep it fresh. Just get a little bit outside of that comfort zone, you know? Yeah, constantly be, be expanding. And yeah. Coming as fast as Um. Yeah, it's, it's also something that uh, it's very important to go outside because there are so many uh, health factors that uh, that will be beneficial if you do, you know, and that's something that I really sort of worry about in our next, uh, this new world, uh, normal, uh, new world order, whatever you might call it, I don't know. I don't know if you've seen the demonstrations and all that stuff, but uh, to get to don't be too much on the relevancy there, but uh, it is something I really worry about that, that that we don't have an access to nature in in the in the future and that was also a reason for me why i went traveling as well just to have that like low water it's nice you know like, where you go to but it's 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 a forest that's pretty modern and and it's nice yeah. it's good it's good enough like it freshes you up and it just does the 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 job in, in some sense but it's not like it's a, a full enrichment in uh of, of of really the intelligence of nature like uh when i went to the amazon for example it's just 
it's beyond words like it's uh it's 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 it's, yeah. it's something that can be reducible like if i would go there again probably have a totally different experience because there are so many yeah. random things that that enhances the experience like everything makes it very so unique but here it's like uh i don't know like i there are some some nice forests here um with gas the bus uh it's a, it's a nice place to go but overall like uh if you want to go to real nature I think we'll have to go to Frankfurt or there's uh, Odenwald there. But uh, I, I, I said something that I really think like, uh, did you, what do you think? Oh, will we have access in, in, in the future uh, to go to nature? Oh, it's, it's a stupid question because we don't know, but I, I, I do you worry yeah. about those things? Well, I don't really worry about it, but I do believe to be realistic, yeah, nature, uh, just in like nature won't be nature anymore in the future like here in holland every every piece of nature is uh is uh directed by people so there's there are plans behind it and how to keep it a certain way so it's not really nature yeah so so like and the, the big pieces of nature like the jungles and stuff and the big forests that are really just where, where humans just haven't touched those are uh, yeah those are really declining and and we can't do anything about it man it's just it's just gonna happen yeah because you, you stay in ge something in geology right so you probably know some yeah. things about this more than i would but it's uh it's a uh, definitely something that i i think a lot about is that we are in need of bringing nature back to us in some way I think that we're talking on, on the meaning, giving meaning to, to nihilistic view. Like uh, people think that they that there's no no meaning to life because they, they focus on their just their selves. And if they're not satisfied with what they're doing, then they say, like, where's the meaning of life? But it's all centered around themselves. But I think like we as humans, one of our meanings is to serve na nature. Uh, and it's something like here in the Netherlands, we don't have that much because there's so many farm fields. Uh, but it's something like with permaculture is, I think, therefore a very interesting uh, subject. Uh, but it's there's there's no uh, ultimate answer. Like uh, that's why I was still working together with Bly. It's like there are so many things that you need to puzzle together that all are all part of the solution, you know. And that's just some things yeah. that I really worry, uh, well, not worry about, but I, I I'm gonna have a healthy concern about because there there's definitely some things and uh, a lot of people know that that nature is declining but they don't really know that the, the the roots of corruption and how deep it goes into our society well there are some people that do know that as well but then they they handle it in such a way that it just comes very uh unresponsible because uh we often draw so many that's something i've been reading with the dialogue as well it's like as soon as people assume something um then it's uh already creating a conflict uh because i assume something different than you do that we already have a disagreement on a certain level and people yeah. don't, don't really discuss that stuff because like it's all yeah. our society is built upon that agreement you know um yeah well to to i to react to like uh you said something about uh, we have to serve nature but like yeah i think for our own like for the bigger picture 
it would be very uh, it would be very smart to just stop climate change but to when, when you try to see it realistically we as a human species are like the biggest like we are, are the at the peak of 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 existence like there there's no there isn't hasn't been any beast other than a human that has reached such a peak in in uh in their in their well-being like we even went to the moon that's something that's that's if you look at it extra as from another perspective like going to the moon for a for for a for a being at on earth it's 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 so abstract if you think about it it's like mm. way beyond any peak that any beast has ever reached so mm -hmm. and we're still growing in numbers it's un, unstoppable you know and so and when you when you see it like that like we are also part of nature you know so we are just a beast from nature you know so I, I try not to really worry, but like see like the positive uh, things about about it because there, aside from the fact that even humans have reached that peak, our own lives too. We live like there hasn't been. We live the, at the best place and time to have ever lived, if you see it from our perspective. Like we have everything. We can reach anything. We can have. We have all freedom there is. The only freedom that 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 can stop us right now is our own own freedom, our own limitations. So if you if you if you want, really want to go, you went to Peru, you know, like on your own. That's also something like you could only achieve in this in this era we live in right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well, there were there were some money and you can go there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Like that. There's like a lot of things. Like uh, if you want to know something about an ancient philosopher you can find it in just a few minutes like that never yeah. ever happened before you have to travel able to another country and maybe you will be luck that they still have the book there but now you just have that accessibility and that change people don't really realize and to what extent that really changes people because that is like we were mentioning before with the subgroups that that's also happening there like it's also because like yeah, there were always local tribes so it's also part of human nature uh, but now it's just centered around ideologies instead of locations. Yeah. So if people have the same uh, belief, then they all center around this belief, but nobody questions it because otherwise the group doesn't exist and you want to be part of that group. So it's like nobody touches this subject. And that's the dogmatism, what we call dogmatism. And, and it happens to a certain degree in religion as well. That's why I wouldn't call myself religious. Uh, but it, they're, they're, it's very tricky because even like science is built on certain assumptions and uh, things yeah. that people don't really the, don't talk about it, they say, you know, yeah. Like, yeah. those assumptions too, like everything in science, everything about how we what we know about the real world is we need a certain method to explain it to each other. So like math for example we we try to to understand like certain physics of the planet so we use the 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 tool called math to 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 explain it to each other but so so but that's not the math itself is not the real world so that's always like a problem too like certain assumptions like 
you 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 use a tool to explain things to each other yes so that's why also in math too like even even in sciences you can have sciences but it's still not the real world like it's it's science mm. and and you and trying to understand it is assuming that the tool that the the tool you have is perfected but it's never perfected too it's always getting a little bit better and better and better yeah and it's pretty good too like we we can't underestimate science because it's, it's very refined yes but, uh, but it's hard like but uh, that people should understand that too people shouldn't have that assumption that it's automatically true yeah well not for sure and but but the, there there's like a science is is actually that sharp because it's able to a certain extent to question itself except for these yeah. few assumptions baseline assumptions but in philosophy that's often gets discussed and some philosophers would, would disagree with that uh, methodology because it's a method uh, as a whole but uh, it, it, it tells you something about certain processes and uh, it can tell you something about how things work but we'll never go to the roots of, of meaning because meaning I believe can only be experienced and that's why you cannot yeah. really talk about it or go to a lab to prove that it's there because it's not found there. Like it can be found there if you're a scientist and you're passionate about your work and you made a discovery, a meaningful discovery. But I hope that then you can realize that it's too double-sided. Like science seems to be very uh, something that only the positive side is outlined, but there's also a lot of uh, I don't know, weapon industries uh with the atoms that they found out they've made the atom bomb so it's like uh there's double-sided you can use science like hey you want to make an airplane well yeah. there's all these bombers that get made from but that was probably not the intention of the person like the wright brothers to uh to invent planes you know they they talk more of it as a, as a transport um so that's yeah. always something that uh is a little bit tricky like we're just wanted to make a new invention into uh, life when we're not thinking about what the consequences and how this can be used for for for, for our negative side like even if you don't want to do yeah. it yourself there could be somebody else that grabs your work and does that and then that happened many many times before already um yeah so it's something that really like it's it's a uh, like my psychology as well I, I can use it to i know a lot about psychology because for me i'm very interested in the human psyche and how it works but i can use yeah. that also to manipulate people if i want to but i prefer yeah. not to you can I, have all of you yes prefer rather teach them themselves how those mechanisms work because then you're empowering people and they become more self-reliant and they can teach you something and that and it's like each one teach one it's an exchange and i think that's where meaning really occurs is that we're teaching each other something really valuable it can be something about life or it can be something about a certain job subject that you're interested in um yeah but it's it's something that i think yeah. like uh it's it's not the words itself you know it's like it's hiding underneath uh the words like the words are just the point yeah. towards it you know yeah, exactly, exactly. And it's because like, yeah, that's pretty interesting with language too. Like, uh, yeah, you have a certain language like the Dutch language. So a certain group of people, they all have the Dutch language so that they can communicate each other within that, you know, that, uh, that shared knowledge. So I think like how, how the world really is, is like, 
No one knows what the world really is, but we live in our own subjective reality. But we also live in like a shared subjective reality. Like, oh yeah, this certain group of people, they all believe this and this and this. So that that puts the baseline for how how you can communicate within that shared group. Mm. So that's also a thing like perspectives. So so you have the re reality as it is. We won't ever understand how it really is, but we can find ways that 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 we all believe in methods that we all believe in. So when we all believe in those methods, that's when you can explain it to each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, that's that's even that's even like money too. Like that's the only reason why money works. Is the the only reason why money works is because we all believe in it. Yeah. The whole world believes in money, yeah. so that's how we can have this this global economic structure. Mm -hmm. But yes. money doesn't even exist, you know. It it doesn't really exist. It's not even there, even there anymore. It's on, no. it, sometimes it's even on your bank account on some digits. It's not even there anymore. Yeah. Yeah, and that's often the, the case that people are conflicting the symbol with, with the with the real thing is, and that's the thing about the power of, of money as well. There's a lot of like symbolism on it, and uh, people are, you know, it's the symbolism speaks to your subconscious, and your subconscious guides the whole of your uh, beliefs and behaviors because it's just things that were implanted into you. Like it's just with religion, right? If you're born uh, a certain way, like I was a Christian, I just you know, get past all these messages on this is what Christianity is about. And you just believe all that stuff because it's just, you don't really, it's too beyond your grasp. So you cannot really comprehend it yet. So it's like, oh, it's bigger than me. So it must be true. But then eventually you'll, you'll be confident enough that you're like thinking like, oh, maybe there's, you, know, you learn about different religions. Uh, you have certain experiences that really don't coincide with what they're saying like oh god is love but then you experience something fearful or whatever why would god create that so there's a whole theological debate that you can have about those things yeah. uh but it's it's something that will you know there there's just like money you know your parents told you this uh oh, money is useful just spend it around yeah, and then we could be, we bought these the things from it sort of show you that it has fun so you don't really talk to question all these things because if we if we could question these things does money really mean something that would change change a lot and uh, you have to have yeah. something that replaces that that is more valuable and i think that dwells more within ourselves and, and that's i think with dialogue that like it all comes down to uh trust in the communication like if I would trust you yeah. that you would lend me a cow because I need some milk uh, and I, I would do something for you later, then we don't need to uh, give money because that money is just a, is a font for trust. You know, like I, I trust you to give you 50 euros that I get a, uh, something in exchange that really worth is that money, you know? So it's something that we're, if we yeah. would live in a world where we all trusted each other, it's an utopia, I know, but uh then money wouldn't be needed it's uh it's just something that we just did naturally but now we, we're just in a paradigm where money is needed because people don't trust each other and that's due to many past traumas that happen maybe on a societal level but also individually so you know like i i wouldn't say to everyone just trust trust everybody blindly because that you will have a, a lot of hard times i think in your life 
but but at the same time if you say like tupac said as well like trust nobody but then you were getting more like paranoid and isolated from other people because at a certain degree you have to try like if i want to teach you something you have to trust me that i know what i'm speaking about so otherwise i cannot teach you anything and children that they, they they trust people really easily like uh, they don't have a lot of experiences yet on their, on their personal basis so they are like oh yeah what does this this person know they just use what what's around and first they just pick up everything and believe in everything and then later they're uh, i don't know this doesn't fit with what i experienced you know and they don't have to like, yeah that's i think the whole life process where just unscrewing all these things that you were learned uh constantly actually because things are coming in coming in coming in but then you're processing this thing and are like this doesn't fit in with what i experienced and it's a yeah. i i really believe in the integration process like bringing things together accepting that it's there uh but also some things you have to discard which are not useful uh so a lot of uh, bliss uh misconstrued beliefs uh, misinformation that came in all these things that that's the great work what it's called about in alchemy i know that you are also familiar with that to a certain extent yeah but that's not the magnus opus is is the, the great work is that uh is that it's not really on, on, on an individual level just integrating for yourself but it's also integrating it within our community so I think like something in spirituality, like that's why I'm not using a term anymore, is that people have this idea you have to be by yourself to be spiritual, which is a very valuable part. But then the next part is that you learn those lessons and you bring it back into your community. Like when I went to Peru, I didn't just do it for myself to have a good time for myself, but I also did it because uh, I wanted to bring something back to my community, a new insight or new experiences that will also elevate my community and make them more uh, harmonious because there's many things you can learn from Peruvians that we don't, we, we forget here in the West, you know, like, like uh, life is sacred, exactly. nature is nature sacred and the relationship we should have with nature, uh, the relationship that we should have with each other. They're, they're actually much more advanced in those regards than, than here. Overall, of course, there's some modernization speaking in general mm. but there there's overall like a more because they're more close to nature it's also due to relaxation as well but the difference is overall overall five there that's why i would love to live there in the, in the future it's just much more relaxing than here in the netherlands it's just success and stress and big cars and everything looks great and nice but people are not that nice in, in comparison to what the, how everything looks and there's the other way around, like the, the buildings, they look totally crap, but it works to a certain extent. But the people are really nice to each other because they recognize this is more the only thing that we have each other, you know, and that's something yeah. really missing here in the West a lot. So it's very valuable to to, sh to travel and I'm, high, I'm hoping, but there are some concerns that we will not live in a society anymore where this will be possible where we could travel a lot because you also, like you mentioned as well with nature, um, like, airplanes use a lot of fuel a lot of gasoline these, these are problems for for many years but they weren't addressing open openly about it and now there's this pandemic happening and you're very there's a lot of travel restrictions so there is some things lying underneath that i i i got some people that spoke about these things but i don't know if they're if it's true or not but they're i don't know but you know it's 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 uh i, I it, it's it's Oh, the future is always unclear. 
unless yeah. you are re realizing that the future is, is is like a seed in the in the in the in the present. You know, just like the you can tap into the past to think about the memory. You can also look into the future, but it's 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 not so, like you have to have a symbolic understanding because if you take it literally. Like yeah. you would see a vision of like a, a skull, for example. You think, oh no, everything's gonna die, you know. And then maybe there will be some deaths, but it's it will be still very minimalistic. So that, that there's, I I'm not saying that I'm clairvoyant that I can like say foretell the the, the future, but I can sense to a certain degree. If, uh, I do see a certain trajectory, and if I'm not yeah. addressing this trajectory, then it will happen in that way because. I am the co-creator, you know, like if I say this is not the way I want it things to be, I'm not dressing it. I'm saying another opportunity, like uh, maybe travel, but uh, do it more consciously where like I, I trained, a, I traveled a lot by train, for example, even though there are some problems with electricity as well. It's, it's just something that is really people, people should hopefully become through this whole situation more wiser and think about these things you know i'm not saying that i i know how the situation is going but at least i'm trying to figure things out and we we all have that responsibility in the end like people think that they're taking responsibility if they're just following what the government does them. but i don't know it's it's just people have to have the capability to think for themselves and it's people are looking at you know i'm saying people 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 but I have to really look at myself and and, and see that I'm in what way as am I lacking and uh, it's it's a it's a difficult path you know like uh, being being quote unquote spiritual or just natural is actually just like how they're treating nature they're treating people that live na naturally you know like the just like breeding yeah. it's like uh, they always said that that breeding is is something very natural to us. And now we're putting on mask. Some people are putting on mask, and that it's everyone's own choice. But it's at the same time like, uh, what are your uh, argumentations for doing the things that you do, and are you willing to discuss it? And if if something is presented, are you willing to change it? Because I'm not thinking that I'm right or I'm wrong, but I just want to talk about it and just hear multiple perspectives on it, and then just figure out if we would change. Uh, because of what or maybe not you know maybe we will just do the same thing because we're already doing this right thing to do but it's at least i think yeah. like uh, all these things should be that's that's a big issue like if we could not talk about these things openly and there are some you know with jordan peterson i don't know if you follow any of that but he, he also had the same concern about a different issue that's something that is still always reoccurring is that we have a certain obligation to uh protect uh certain values that we have and, and things that are certain principles that uh like nature like protecting nature i think is very important even though nature will always persist you know like i think humans it, the whole thing about climate change like it probably kill more humans than, than nature or just survive and just regenerate but it's just yeah the, true the harmony is it's 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 between humans and the cosmos and nature. It's on multiple levels, you know, and that's something that I think this this situation with pandemic and I, I hope every life situation is, is pointing us towards is that we we need to be wiser individuals, you know. That's the most important thing. Yeah. Yeah, but that's like 
there's a thing you said like uh, spirituality a lot of people they don't well they disagree with spirituality to say like that but uh, most of the time when i disagreed with spirituality it was because they they use terminology and they they have this perspective on the world that is not shared with everyone so it's it's kind of to say put it like this a subgroup but you can get a lot of wisdom wisdom out of it mm-hmm. but if you want to translate so useful knowledge from spirituality you would have to use similar terms to terms that everyone believes in or everyone understands yes so for example we both we both know about alchemy so that 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 means like you know like the 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 triangle and like the, the 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 mass the the body and the spirit we could talk about it but most people they don't know that about that terminology so no. So actually, to talk to to explain things to them using that terminology would mean they won't they will they will disagree with you. Yeah. But when you explain things to them with just the terminology they would use, they they might agree with you. Yes. Yes. Exactly. It's all about like the way you're phrasing it, and it's uh yeah. no, it's like it definitely something that's very important to mention. I. It's a, it's a big tricky thing in, in, in academics that they are using a lot of terminology that people are like, what are your meaning? Like, uh, you, what what is yeah. then the value of these knowledge? You know, like if I know a lot about certain things, but I'm not able to transmit it over yeah. to people that like children, for example, like uh, when I gave philosophy lessons to children, it was pretty tricky to do because there's many deep, you know, like ontolo- ontology, metaphysics, epistemology. Uh, uh, these are all uh, terminology in, in, in philosophy that's really difficult for people to follow. Uh, but yeah. to, to simplify philosophy is actually very, very important. And that's also a reason why I'm very drawn to uh, working in uh, on schools with children is because you have to simplify all these. You know, I've learned a lot about alchemy, just like you know, quantum mechanics and don't expect to talk about those things with a, with a child because that's maybe to a certain extent you can like it's it's very difficult to talk with a child you just have to say one or two sentences and then it's already like whoa you know and then their their minds are off yeah. and, and just going off with that and that's that's the beauty about it like uh you know we we're we as adults we'd like to just dig in and have a long term like that's why with dialogue but with children it's just oh very quickly and then they'll just play and then because like it's not just you understand these things we're talking about it. It's also like not talking about it because it's it's ultimately embodied. You know, if it's really really knowledge, if it's like not gnostical knowledge, you know, like it's a uh, it's something that's embodied. Like uh, it's it's it just goes through. Like you don't have to electro. There's no exam coming that you know you have to fill in and you have to get the right answers to. No, it's it's a practice. Like it's you know it. But then uh, at certain moments in your life, you have to apply it. And are, are you yeah. then able to do that? It's not just knowing the right thing to do, but then also taking yeah. the courage, feeling into it. Maybe there's a certain context. So it's all about sensitivity. And there's all these things coming together, like a certain symbolic understanding. And like it, it's very integrative. You know, we, we were very specialized in our culture and our society. 
but uh, there's many different things like uh, that are actually have a lot of correlations in between, like by uh, maybe language and biology or whatever. They maybe they would follow similar algorithms. I'm just naming a random example, but there there's definitely some cases. Uh, if I would think harder on. Uh, that there's different cor correlations uh, between different fields like mathematics and biology is, is an easy one because there's a, in your fingers, there are certain mathematical tones and how your uh, finger is growing, but also plants, they follow certain mathematical codes. But uh, you also said earlier with mathematics that it's, and they're using numbers and the numbers are not the same thing as, as reality. That's true, but it does show certain patterns that are existing in uh, nature that are measurable to, to an extent. Uh, I, don't know, I don't know if you know about fractal geometry. Uh, and it's also in alchemy that it's not just working with chemistry, but also with geometry, mathematics. Uh, everything was just working together, uh, just like elements are, you know? Yeah, I haven't heard about uh, that certain uh, that certain uh, form of uh, science, but no fractal but, uh, No, I haven't heard about it, man. Okay, well, it's also how your phone and with chips, uh, they're like, you know, it just follows a one sequence, like Minecraft. You know, you're probably played Minecraft. They like randomly generate uh, trains if you go to a new train. The, there's a random generator that produces new trees. And this algorithm that it uses, that's called fractal uh, um, algorithm, because it just uses uh, certain possibilities. Uh, there, there's an underlying like uh, um, overall pattern, but then there's uh, small little patterns that follow into that as well. I don't know if you oh, ever saw yeah. Mandelbrot as well. There's, there's, there's a lot of artwork on this yeah. as well. So often people see during uh, psychedelic trips, and it's it's uh, yeah. definitely something something real uh, that that is on also a mental level. Like uh, Terence McKenna had this talk on that people in history, if they had a certain experience, uh, for for example, fighting in a war during the Middle Ages and going to Burger King, and that there's a underlying cat, um, uh, pattern that even in these seemingly different experiences where actually a lot of things are the same. Um, and he makes it, I, I cannot make the full case because it's been a long time that I saw this video, but he uh, did definitely spoken like uh, that there are some, some pattern behaviors that, you know, maybe you have to take courage to talk with a cashier or whatever. Uh, but there, there are some things that are coming underneath and that's something that people also have to realize that we're all part of the same fracture. Like we're all a fracture, right? I think you said it as well with crystallization or no splinter you said. Um, we all like uh, get that's separated in a certain way. Like we will see each other yeah. simply, but there, there's, uh, we all have a beating heart. We all have a, some blood. There's a lot of commonalities in, in humans as well. And this is like this, the same commonality is also with these fractal patterns as well. It's like how our body builds up and um, also with, uh, uh, with life events, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's something that still is. These are beautiful concepts because you can really play with them. And there's 
I, I, they're just as mysterious like uh, for me and then for for anyone else that really plays with them there's there's definitely some things that are fixated and you can know about but there's also it's it's ever it's, it's a self-generating pattern like it's uh it's not something that people have a comprehension for i think i, I don't know but yeah it's definitely something to look yeah. into yeah what what i what, what i uh when I listened to uh, what you said, I really uh, thought about like, you know, like all these uh, certain knowledge that you can uh, that you can absorb, you know, like you said, like uh, teaching children philosophy and stuff. You can tell them all kinds of stuff, but what it what it comes down when it what it really comes down to is what why is it useful to someone, you know, like alchemy and stuff and like. What, what does it mean to you as an individual? Like that's, that, that like fits into the topic too. Like what is the relationship you have with a certain, with a certain uh, belief or with a certain knowledge you, you can acquire? So when I acquire certain knowledge, what does that mean to me? You know, what can I do with it in my life uh, in a practical sense? So when you, you when you teach someone math, that person can use it to 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 do to do his economics, you know, like so that's a practical, very practical, straightforward reason to learn math. But with philosophy, it's always a little more abstract, and that's why I think many people don't really care about it. But for 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 many people, it can really be useful to to trigger them to to live life a different way or uh, or to you know to have a what 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 you know to to trigger them to have a different yeah well i think that, i think like uh it's complementary you know with the abstracting like uh yeah it's 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 to there there's abstract forms of philosophy but there's also very practical forms of philosophy but i think they both yeah. share their equal value uh, because uh, the abstract might tell you things that a practical side cannot, uh, but practical side tells you things that an abstract form cannot. Like they both have their 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 ups and downs in, in a sense. Like maybe if a practicality doesn't work or you're last and lost in a certain abstraction. Uh, but it's something like here in the West, we were overall like much more uh, uh, better in abstraction. But then, like for example, in South America, they're better in, in, in adaption and just uh, adapting to to reality and just constantly shifting. But then, if they they have to plan, for example, something out, then they lack in this faculty. So there's there should be a way that you could synthesize both of these things that they're both uh, complementary. That they're yeah, it's good to have an ideal. That it's good to have an idea to to, to be extract in extracting in some some tough fashion, just like mathematics was be very useful in building certain technologies for example but then uh at the same time be also adaptable to uh what we all need and that's something that they are much more advanced in and i hope that unless like a lot of communication goes one way you know i'm right and you just have to listen to me but actually the real communication just goes both ways and uh, we all have to learn to listen to each other. And I, this is something that I'm really practicing uh, currently a lot is uh, 
the art of listening and really listening deeply, you know, not just to do the words, but what lies underneath what people are saying. And then you can really grasp uh, and, and be empathetic to, towards another person because we often like, uh, and I don't know why I'm talking about this, but I think it's very important to talk about because uh, it's just something that we see in our society where we're just so polarized and cannot listen to the other side and uh, because we're perceiving sides in the first place, but uh, we, we should see that we are all in this, in this together. Uh, um, so, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I'm yeah. just talking randomly maybe, but it may be sense. No, but like, it makes pretty sense. Like we're all in this together, but at the same time with this, we're just, we're having this individual experience. So that's why when you talk about like money and stuff, like money, it, it like when you see it objective well we, when you see it like realistically money is the only reason why we can maintain such a such a big numbers in our structure in our society so because that that is the only reason everything is working like a machine like so that's just the practical side of it but like in a in like a more of a personal side of it like yeah, we're all in this together, but to figure it all, you ha you still have to figure yourself out on your own, you know. But at the mm. same time, we're in this together. But like, like mm. what I see, like that the philosophy of nihilism, for example, has has given me, uh, has given me is an, is to me is like an antidote to fear, because what does it matter, you know? Like if nothing matters, you will you will fear. A lot of things less so so you won't act upon fear but there are like a lot of religions that are completely based around fear for, for example like islam and, and the christianity are really based around fear and buddhism is based around being striving for uh, for a serene existence so yeah that's how it ties in like well, all these all these knowledges yeah yeah, well, maybe that's that's a very deep deep uh, statement that you're making about religion because I I would see some people disagreeing on that, but but I I also see why it would be the case because it's a uh, like it's a it's came out of necessity. People wanna I think religion is it's not necessarily something bad because it's like uh, we want to we want to understand the world so we create stories to to speak about uh, life. Uh, life events and now we're just having a very uh scientific way of methodical uh, ha having methodical stories about why the things are the way they are and this is what religion is trying to do but then later there are certain aspects growing towards it because people have personal interest within this religion and using it for their own manner that their senses are around fear and that people use it as a controlling mechanism but i don't think that the first intention for those religions were were negative to con just to control. I think they're used no. now. For not all religions, but there are some religions that are definitely used for control. But it's also we also have to see the positive sides of religion and not do away with them because it's also creating a lot of uh, sense of community for people and yeah. and, and, and the centered. You know, the inner core of all these religions are actually all speaking about the same thing. But because they're using such different words, they don't really seem to connect because we're, they're, they're still thinking that the word 
is the same thing. That's that's the I think a very big mistake that religions are making is that they are seeing God is something fixated, you know. Once I say the word God, I know what God is. Is this what what I think think of it that it is? But it's it's never it's never God can never be named whatever it's referred to. It's it's the, the prime creator or whatever. Like it can be quantum field uh, if you're just scientific. But uh, in in Frisian religion, we call it Waldra. There's so many different names, but they're all mentioning something that. Uh, is there's an intelligence that is not uh, that's in some sense independent of man like it's it is us i do believe but at the same time it can also teach us something that uh it, it's it's a it's it's div very difficult to talk about these things because we just don't have the words for it to, to really describe that the profoundness of of, of the of what we're, what i'm trying to say here because it's just an experience that people should have is that like a lot of people they don't even believe it's real uh, uh god but and I, and I wouldn't say that i believe either but i i know because i have that experience of of, of having feeling that presence and it's quite quite a statement and people say oh do you don't leave your uh, own experience do you but it's actually my first philosophical assumption or at least the, the way I, I approach things is that eventually uh, um, experience matters most and that's also what science is a little bit based upon but they use a certain method to really validate the experience but uh, I do believe that if I experience something I've seen it with my own eyes and it's not just seeing it but also feeling and and just it's just a profound meaning that just goes into me and then people want to convince me that what I experienced isn't real. And like, I, I know because it's just an experience, but I'm, I'm willing to question it because I think that is actually a true mystic way is that you're able to question yourself and keep questioning. And even that is not the ultimate truth because it's not here anymore. And it's always here and now that the truth exists. Uh, but at the same time, it's always a paradox. You know, if you want to think about these things deeply, you're so able to, to not think about um, either or, it's either this or it isn't. No, it's both and, and it's paralogical. It's 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 something that we cannot grasp, or just basic intellect to deal with daily matters. But if we really want to understand the deeper meaning of life, that requires some. some I do think it requires some articulation, but it's not just the it's not just intellect because I do believe that you can have a God experience even if you're the most dumb person on the planet if you're if your heart is pure that is something that is also very important it's 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 uh like i said complementary as well but it's also like uh we people like in spirituality think of uh, as well like don't read books because your ego is very high articulate and to that you're blocking yourself but it doesn't have to be if, if the if the ego knows what its position is towards the source like it's just the best relationship like uh, it's my best friend. Like I, when I did the DM3 trip in in uh, Peru, I came back for the first time. When I came back from the source, it's like uh, the source is my best friend. That's what I said. And who's saying that? That's my ego saying that. Well, my ego knows with that statement that it's, it's the it has the right relationships to the source. But I really have to be comfortable and and, and secure in what I'm saying right now. That it's that I'm not just trying to convince somebody that this is the case because it's, I always uh, always question everything, especially yourself. 
but these are just experiences that I have and they, they have a value for me. And that's for me valuable enough yeah. to share it to others. And if they have some value to it, some people do, some people don't, and that's up to them, you know, but uh, for me, it just, it's already filling enough. And I'm just uh, after enjoying it in some certain way that it's just the enrichment that you get from those experiences. And I'm not saying to anyone, you should DMD and you get the same experience because you could also have a very different experience. Like this is just something that I experienced, but people have this relationship with, uh, he knows and I don't like it's it's a teacher uh, student relationship that's not often clear like I think it's two-sided you're you're the teacher but you're also the student at the same time like if I'm telling you this at the same time I'm listening to what my words are saying so I'm learning myself oh I've never heard myself saying that in, in this manner you know and I think that's the same relation I have with you, with, with, with anyone is that I see them as my student, but I'm also seeing them as my teacher. It's like I, I cannot teach people anything if I'm not learning anything from them. But we often, you know, we, we only listen to people that have a PhD or uh, really articulate well about a certain matter. But if you listen well to people, then anyone can be your teacher, but they can teach you some, maybe some bad examples, but they can also teach you your own reactions they can we're reflecting each other you know like uh i, I think yeah. it's yeah. like a like a spider's web with all these droplets you know inside and like if you look into one droplet you can see like all the other droplets in the, in the spider web that's a little bit like a symbol i take for for just understanding human reaction and also science and all these things like we're just using it as a mirror but if we're saying that the mirror is reality that's not how it is because it's not the source it's just something that reflects our true essence yeah like value exceed value exceeds essence mm. so like how i see it like in essence everything is meaningless it doesn't have a pre-written meaning but the value we have exceeds that essence hmm. yeah it's so a, it's, that's how i see it. yeah that's a good way to say it yeah it, uh, there's a lot of people uh, are saying in postmodernity, like that's something that really popular in, in philosophy nowadays, that people will say that there's no essence, that there's no objective truth, that there's nothing lying underneath uh, reality. So it's, a, it's, it's very tricky, you know, like I often thought about this, like even if you would say something so perfectly, you'll have the best arguments and you just say, yeah. just there's no better way of saying it then there's always people that disagree with you and just as they, they find a reason maybe they'll talk about your character like the way you're saying it or uh the tone voice that you're using or there's always something to critique because if you're using words it's already has a double-sided effect so it's it can yeah. inspire it can heal people it can um make them teach them something it can it can enrich them it can give them joy but it can also do the opposite and you might have a yeah. good attention to say with my words oh yeah you're doing such a great thing and then you're maybe making it worse so that's the thing about words like people like in, in the andes when i was there right like you're at four or three kilometers height on the mountain so there's less oxygen so you're not just keeping on talking because it's just takes too much oxygen so if people are communicating there they make it really meaningful what they're saying and not just like a military just have to be short 
and the message has to be precise, but there it's more on an emotional level. But then here it's like we're talking, we're talking, we're talking. But are we also listening? Yeah. That's 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 the thing, you know. Like uh, we have two ears and one mouth, and then we have two two eyes, two two, two, ear, two nose holes, and just one mouth. So people they they say to me like I'm special, or that I'm different because I uh more I'm a more of an observant person. Like when I'm at parties or something, I just like to chill back and be a guy at the shade and then just observe uh, what the rest is doing and just seeing how psychologically like why why they're acting that way and just philosophizing about that. But because like you're, I could say I am that, but now I'm less that because I changed during these years. So it's like in life is a self-discovery. Like it's always changing and depending on, you know, maybe in a few years, I would be totally different. Uh, I would say something else. Yeah, I really like this, you know, but we actually try, truly never know because what we are is like, I am that I am, you know, like I am that, that potentiality. And also what it's saying with relevancy, like these two points, that's what we can decide who we are, but that's up to us. So it's always, that's why I focus on a necessity. It's, it's, we it changes from time to time what is needed and i i would hope that i am what i'm what is needed that is that is what i'm like my spirit my mantra is or i don't really like uh know to say what i mean with that because it's just proceeds like these things it proceeds your own words and they will reach certain people and that's the thing about the initiation as well. Like you have to ask questions before people, you know, that people are ready for that particular message. And so I'm always like, there's something I've learned in this book called uh, Living Masters of Living Energy. I would really recommend that book. Uh, it's about the Inca tradition, uh, but they speak about that, that if you use your words very consciously, you can heal yourself with that. But because you're using words in such a, uh, 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 like, look at how much we swear, how many curse words we're using. And I don't say yes. I have nothing against that. But at the same time, are we aware of what effect that is having doing? Because I do believe that there's power in our words, you know, like uh, Machio Moto with his work on water really shows that. And there's, there's more, um, like a placebo effect, for example, there, there's there's more things that show that our words have a profound effect. And epigenetics, I can I can Bruce Lipton, I can I can reference certain works of, of people. But uh, what did he say then? What what was the point? Like he said, like certain if you say things more in summarized or something, you can consciously. Yeah, you more can, more you consciously. Can, yeah, I'm just like like if you're just keep on. Uh, talking and like you hear people say you know oh, i'm gonna quit smoking i'm gonna quit smoking i'm gonna quit smoking they're not quitting smoking why because they're they're saying it instead of doing it so if that if they would done it and then somebody asked hey don't you smoke anymore no i don't then those words i don't they really have a meaning because they really spoke to what really occurred because people are always saying, I'm going to smoke. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that. And do they have to do it? Like maybe there are some occasions that people still do it. But overall, people are, it's better to just do it and then say it because like, yeah, actions speak louder than words. So I, I only feel comfortable talking on this podcast about 
spirituality, science, and and and, and religion and, and and philosophy, because I really see that it's a needed thing, and I I see it like a lot of ancient philosophers saw it as well. Uh, uh, well, talking about philosophy then only, but it, it's a way of life, and I think about science as well. It's, sure, it's also a way of life, but it's 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 something that the practice is, it should be just as important as, as the words that that's what I'm saying. And uh, if we would speak and hopefully if we did it consciously, we can really, I think, transform our own lives because we speak, it's not just speaking automatically manifest what we're doing, but it has a large effect on where our direction is going. So if we're communicating with our friends in, in a negative manner, then after a certain well, I don't know if we'll still have friends because who wants to be a person that only speaks about negativity? So that's why if we don't control our own words and we're conscious in what we're saying, then it's not just for the other friends or whatever. It's also for yourself. Like if I would constantly reinforce myself, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick, I'm sick. Then I will become sick because that's 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 something I keep emphasizing. And you're reprogramming yourselves to become sick. So I'm not saying like you people can... Um, with the wrong intact, you maybe get the wrong message. And I'm saying like, if you're get if you have cancer, for example, that you said that I have cancer or whatever, that's not really what I'm meaning because there's also a lot of subconscious uh, communication as well. But I do believe that there's a, that beliefs are very important for for health, and that's not just that. It's also diet and other factors. Beliefs, but belief yeah. does play a, a and I can I can show this I can I have some evidence if people are interested in, in learning more about that they can put it into the comments. I'm really all, I'm not just stating certain things and I don't have any backup up because I do feel some. You have to really speak with responsibility because if you say something, people can misconstrue it and and use it in ways that you're not really intended for. Um, and and that's why I have to be aware of people's contacts and. Uh, they give certain disclaimers like this is not what i mean you know and give an extra yeah. message text to it yeah like every word you say is like is like for other people and for yourself is like every word you say is a, is the value you put into the world yes so, but uh yeah i talk uh, i talk a lot of uh i talk a lot of bullshit too so sometimes I just keep, so it's not like I always like everything I say, I, I'm, I'm hundred percent uh, backing it up, you know? Mm. Oh, no, it's well, going in this, talk, I, in this talk, in this talk, I've, I've been very, uh, I'm, I'm very strong behind everything I said in this talk still, but yes, it does occur, occur a lot. Like you just talk with someone and you're comfortable and then you say this and this and this and then, all of a sudden the next day you don't yeah it's also like kind of human nature too mm -hmm. yeah well i often say here like in hip-hop they say like walk the talk you know like uh, if you say something and you're not acting accordingly people will doubt your yeah. down to your your statements and your just secure credency just just gets lower you know and uh we want to yeah, be taken serious and, and and we want to be heard and a lot of people they think, oh, I want to be heard, so I'm gonna yell to the loudest, and then I will be heard. Yeah. But but 
the message that they're relaying, there might be somebody sitting in that same room that's really quiet, but actually way better thought things out. Uh, so as long as you're just listening to, to the people around you, then it's good to, to talk, but it's, it's not something that like it, there's also people like, for example, if you have a date or something, right? So on a date, maybe there's a moment that you're not talking, then is it automatically awkward or are you both comfortable with the silence as well? And that's the certain things that we have with our socialization that we always feel this urge that has to be constantly has to be at its best. So we always have to talk, share all these things about it with each other. And for me, it's like if I'm around somebody, I don't feel like sure it's good to have a nice talk and maybe share some things, maybe make some fun and uh, but also I can be just in silence with somebody and just enjoying the moment and just being with them just enough and just chill. And yeah, I don't feel like I always have to talk, but like on a podcast, it wouldn't be really be strange to, all right, we're going to talk for a minute. <laughs> then it's like a shared meditation or something, but it is like uh, yeah. some things that, you know, like even in, I did it with some people that were living off the grid uh, and it's a podcast with them and they're often by a lot by themselves, you know, and they're, they're living outside of society and don't really have that many people coming around. So then, well, they might have some friends or whatever, but overall they speak a lot less. And so if you know, I did this with my with a friend of mine that I wanted to stay with, uh, got an invitation to live with him in Portugal. That was my reason for traveling. Uh, after the podcast, haven't been in contact with him actually, but um, he 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 was a uh, very for him it was like two hours in talking out for two hours. It's it's quite a lot. Like uh, you know, it's it it's just very depending on your context. That's the main thing. Like for me, I yeah. I like I love talking about these 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 topics that I'm interested in, but at the same time, I I also have to learn just to listen to other people, but. I, I should ask you some 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 questions like what 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 are if I would ask you a question that I think is most important like what would be a way that our society could live more harmoniously what answer would you give? I think like uh, first of all understanding what the common ground is between the society you live in so yeah your question is like how to live more harmoniously. So that would mean when you realize what binds that society together and prioritizing that above the things that make us apart, that would mean the first intentions of everyone would be to, to, to move forward within that direction. So that, that's the first but like the second would be like, uh, you know, the, the parts where you are individually or where you have subgroups, just, just not being too protective about it. Like realizing that that's me or that's our group, but realizing that it's not the truth beyond the group or beyond yourself. So when I believe in something, I realize like that's my truth but it's not my, the truth beyond myself. So someone else believes in, in, in his completely own things and respecting the right to, to believe in what you think or to, you know, mm. respecting each other is like the first thing, but like yes. prioritizing those common grounds with, 
would mean you would respect someone else too because like all right so we all live in holland and or your your or 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 your europe for example we 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 all have the shared identity that we all live in europe so when i meet someone i'm i'm for example i would be in america and i would meet someone who's also from europe you automatically have this connection like oh you're from europe me too you know like you have something to talk about you have a common ground yes and living together realizing those common grounds and prioritizing that above prioritizing that would mean you would you know you would respect that he would have different thoughts too you would respect because you both value the the common grounds because you both value it very high that would mean you would also respect it when he has different uh opinions or a different culture around that common ground so it's a it's a it's a foundation for trust yes exactly yes but that yeah. uh i i think i i wouldn't give away what the common ground is because we're like what is some since so you're saying like uh people still have to uh agree to a certain point and what I, I what i believe like what the common ground is is our consciousness that that is something that we don't like uh if we don't agree on that then there will always be a some type of uh barrier because uh you believe in uh, say netherlands or whatever i believe in frisia Now we have a conflict. If you meet somebody else that also believes in Netherlands, yeah, you have a connection with him. But you still have a set of description. You still have a certain requirement. Yeah, he has to believe in the same thing that I do. And for me, oh, maybe that's the same thing with consciousness. Like we don't have to believe that we share our own consciousness, but we do engage with each other that we do have that common ground. Because if I don't accept that you have the same consciousness that I do, in what way what is my relationship then to you you know like uh, i'm just gonna treat you like an object uh, i'm gonna use you for one of my desires so that's why it's very key like I'm, if i'm not there's like a philosophical discussion where there's uh there's three types of relationships there's the i it which is the most like uh objectifying you know like uh it's just an object that i can use but then there's the i dao which is an existentialism very uh and, and well maybe popular or uh precise them that they're using and that's already um uh acknowledging that there's a certain sacred part to you and then there's the i-ness there's just me but then not me in a limited sense my my body and, and uh my ego maybe my the i-ness would then be the word that the meanness but but the i and this i the real yeah. i that's that's what we all are but that's not like uh like that i think there's an there's an interplay between maybe all these three relationships i don't know what you think about this but um i do think that there that what i am and essentially that's also what you are essentially and what all these objects what we call our objects around me are as well and there's just this i but no it's not just this i but there's this i but then on another level there is the i dao so there there is 
Uh, we have a soul, for example, and that there's already a certain authenticity in that, a certain uniqueness, a certain own quality with our own personality, our own backgrounds, our own taste, our own personality, yeah. uh, character, all that stuff. Uh, but that's something that we, you know, it's it's deeply rooted into us. It's not really something that just is because of our society. But then the I it, I think it's, it's the society, what people call, you know, this, the system is working against us. This is a relationship with I and the it, and the system, this, or the society as, as a whole. With all these things uh, on, uh, on all levels, if they don't uh, accept that they all have a common ground, that this relationship that we have, that we're all, well, well, I wouldn't say we're all one, but we're all connected with all this I-ness. Then what is our relationship, you know? Like, uh, what is our relationship yeah. then to nature and to each other? Because there's a certain distinction. Uh, I hope it's a conscious one, then it's not a big deal, but a lot of people, they have this assumption, you know, what that's, that's what makes a lot of people materialistic is that I'm separate from you and my problems are different than yours my struggles are very different i i feel that pain and i feel such a pain but you don't uh all these things that people are raising their assumptions on and living day by day that has a profound effect on on their life and so if you have this yeah. assumption that you are uh, uh all connected and that uh we are you know our consciousness is something shared then life becomes much more enhancing, I think, because we are not just a need, like I don't have to be with you in the same house to connect with you. Sure, we can do it right now too soon, um, but it's also that I'm realizing already that uh, life is already connected. And if I wanna do sit on my bed and just telepathically think about you or think about anyone else, I could connect them then in that way because what they are, what anyone else is. I'm already making a distinction there, but it's in essence one with me. So I can tap into that uh, if, I, if I wanted to at any moment. Like I, I met a girl in, in, in Peru that uh, I'm really close to, to be honest and very personal, but just the other side of the world. Uh, we speak, no, she speaks only Spanish. So that makes it for me very difficult to really be clear in the communication. But because we already have common ground on this deep level in our consciousness, that we're always like, oh, it will be well. Even though I miscommunicate something, it's still like we know that we magnetize towards each other because it's just destiny. And there's something you cannot escape is destiny. You can try to with free will and maybe to a certain extent uh, you are able to, but it's, it's, uh, it's, it's swimming against the stream, I think. Uh, yeah. Because it's just... just it, 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 there's there's certain and then we, we did a previous uh, episode on on free will but there are certain i i don't know i think there are certain limitations maybe like there's some natural laws we always have to follow and if we choose not to there will still be consequences so we're not uh separate from the law of consequences for example we cannot go against that we can try to but it will not be in our favor or not something that would be enjoyable and uh, yeah yeah it's just a uh, flow you know it's all about flow yeah sounds pretty uh, interesting man yeah man i don't know if you're here are, are, are you familiar with uh heraclitus no i uh, he, he said this i had this famous uh, saying of uh you cannot step into the same river twice 
he's actually a person I'm really deepening right now a lot. Yeah. And there's some multiple science working on his uh, on his philosophy, and uh, it's called process philosophy. But it's uh, it's something very interesting because it just shows that things are always changing. Uh, but what he did also say that there's a logos that there's like certain laws in, in the universe that are ever present that there's continuations to all space like space and time it just it just the, the struct the, the underlying structure of everything um within that structure everything is constantly changing and that's what he said with this river you know like uh if we step into the yeah. same river it's it's there might be a boulder laying a little bit different or there's there's some certain you know like the water just uh uh, it's a uh, slight to the front on. It's like uh, damaging the. Uh, yes, it erodes exactly. So there's some erosion, and yeah. so not and the water itself too. Yes, the water itself too is has been moved, and it's new, new, new layer of water. Yeah. So it's always. Uh, but that's life, yeah, man. It's always, uh, it's always changing. So it's you, you're in itself are always constantly changing and you step you're constantly in a new situation even though they may seem similar it's always a new situation mm. and that's that's i think that that's life like you you adapt to the situation with the moral compass you have yes and the values you have and you feel it too with, with all the emotions like stuff you feel all the emotions constantly fit into another situation or thought so that's why i always think like even even negative emotions they they're meaningful too because it's a value you give to the nihilistic world so even even uh, missing someone so you're missing someone but you give value to the the it's still a value you give to the world by missing someone so yeah, even when you're very, you're you only have negative things around you. It's still, you're still giving value to the world. So it's not like your 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 life is meaningless. No, it never is. No, it never is. No, but that you're not always realizing it. That's the thing I think uh, is the is the a struggle that a lot of people are dealing with. Um, is that I I think it uh, it requires a certain realization, but also. I think like uh, something with the soul as well is that you have to create it yourself. Like it's something you have to cultivate. It's just like a skill. Like it's uh people think it's inherent, but it's it's actually something that you have to practice to make it actualized and to become like a living soul. Uh, that's 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 a, that's a difficult world. Uh, and but that's that's where meaning comes into play because it's like a movie. You know, like a movie wouldn't be anything to watch if there wasn't any meaning to it. So there yeah. has to be a living thread that runs through everything. And I think definitely uh, that we are a part of that. If we're not realizing there that then there's no, uh, there's no meaning, I would say. Um, is there any closing words that we you will have about, uh, about the, the meaning, uh, giving meaning to nihilism or anything else you wanna add to our conversation or dialogue? Well, no, it's just, uh... No, I think uh, maybe some books to recommend. I think that's it, man. Yeah. 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 Man. Do, do, are, is there something you would like to re, to uh, close off? Uh, 
Well, no, I want, just wanted to thank you for your time and uh, and doing this, and uh, I uh, I hope to uh, see you um, perhaps in the future for real. And uh, also something I do want to say to our conversation, which I found a very uh, nice coincidence, is that we with numerology have the same uh, number uh, yeah. that we're using with the thirteen seven. Which is very interesting yeah. for me. I just wanted yeah, yeah. to talk about that for for a small bit before we, uh, yeah. we close this off. But uh, what yeah. made you choose uh, thirteen seven again? I would like to hear that. Yeah, that's that that fits very nicely into the subject because, like, uh, the 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 world, the the universe in essence is meaningless, and so I use the number thirteen to rep symbolize that, and. Uh, like all kinds of stuff like death, you know, giving back to get, so death is like, for me, death is like giving away your ego and rejoining the essence. So rejoining the universe, mm -hmm. rejoining the meaninglessness. But as we live, that's living life. That's uh, the, that the, the number seven, the number seven for me is symbolizing living life, you know, like, uh, have, having the emotions, experiencing emotions and uh, giving value to the 13. So that's how I, that's mm -hmm. how the numerology. Uh, yeah, well, I, how I, I, I okay. Yeah, that's, that's interesting. I, that's a, that's a different reading that I get from the numbers because and there's, there's some personal side why I chose it. But like, if I would say it's the, the symbology is uh, like number 13 is also the number of Jesus. I don't know if you know that with the 12 apostles and then oh. the number 13 was the forbidden number. That's why it later got associated with having a negative connotation, but it's just uh, actually just representing a new cycle. It's uh, the 12 is the completion. And then the 13 is, is when it all starts over again. And what can regenerate is the, is God is number seven. That's 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 the the creator, and that creates new possibilities and and re refreshes. Um, so thirteen is then Jesus, and seven is God. So it's like the man, oh, like the the, cool the 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 man that uh, uh, what we are, like uh, it's 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 Jesus, like incarnated. You know, like the avatar, like we're incarnated on God, incarnated on earth. That's what avatar means uh and uh, we we have this dual side and there's also like you said like an unlucky number association with 13 then seven being a, a lucky number so there's a balance in that as well um but also like i don't know if you know like the the universe actually the big bang is supposed to be dated back to 13.7 billion years ago uh and there's oh, cool. there there's a there's a lot of things with that 13 and seven that's why i'm very drawn to it uh, I also live on the yeah. house number 137 uh, and also in the Sulkin cycle on um, the seventh day of the year. My girl in Peru is the 13th day of the year. Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's a very interesting, interesting number. Yeah. And um, yeah, it's great that you have that, that, that uh, same, same association with that because like uh, with synchronization yeah. and people say 11-11, I have that a lot more with 137. And actually my friend and I, we always like send each other like uh, messages around with the 137 because it's just, once you see it once, you just see it all the time because it's just- uh, It's everywhere, man, 13-7, it's everywhere, man. Yeah. It's the pattern. Yes. 
All right, that's a good end, man. That's uh, dialogue is always continuing, so it's uh, continuing in ways that are exceeding this 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 podcast, but perhaps in your yeah. life, in my life. I enjoyed, and, and... I enjoyed uh, I enjoyed having the doing this too, man. Yeah, I enjoyed it, man. Yeah. Thanks for me out. No worries. It was really uh, constructive, really interesting, and I hope it will bring some some meaning and some value to people that are listening. And uh, sometimes uh, went a little bit uh, randomly to, to my feeling, uh, sometimes jump to different subjects, but I was trying to also say that all these subjects have some, some correspondences in between, some correlations. So yeah, I think um, uh, we, we had a really good, uh, good talk. And uh, so, yeah, thank you again for, uh, for doing yeah. this. And uh, I sure uh, will uh, will stay in touch. And to those people that are watching, thank you for watching. Be learned. Uh, be sure to like and subscribe. If you have any questions, feel free to ask those in the comments to either to me or uh, to Mohamed. Uh, maybe I'll put in your Instagram. Or is there some ways that people can get into contact with you? Yeah, Instagram, man. Instagram, okay, I'll put that in then. And uh, so, yeah, eternal love. And uh, peace, have a good uh, spring equinox uh, changeover. Equinox yes. transition. Enjoy. Yeah.